Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Nat Bros Podcast, episode 32. Today we are talking about melatonin, uh, something that I don't really know that much about. I've done like maybe 10, 15 minutes of research about, uh, but Andrew, why don't you go ahead and inform the peeps why we are talking about melatonin. 10 to 15 minutes, you've gotten about two minutes less than I've researched it, so... (laughs) Yeah, but that's natural for me. So, funny story, you know, us in America. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I'm just going. I'm just going. So I was sitting at work today, doing some work, doing some light light work, you know, redesigning some stuff, and get this little vibrating Apple news update. And it's like, hey, is melatonin out of control? Melatonin use is out of control in America. And, you know, being that my wife takes, you know, three to 10 milligrams of melatonin and my kids take at least three almost every night, I clicked on it. Yeah, why wouldn't I? So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, just just to take you down the rabbit hole as you discussed it and keep people and viewers knowing, I pulled up the the Apple news. And I think it's like the almost exact same line as what I'm seeing here on the U S daily news or U S news. Um, my brother's going to give a link cause I'm just going to email it to him. There will be a link below. If you want to read on it, there myself. will be a link in the comments or in yeah. the, uh, description. Yeah. So I will, I will actually just forward that now, but anyway, it should be the first time we put a link in the description. So that'll yeah, be, that's, that's, you're that's welcome. Awesome. Thank you. So Friday, <laughs> June 3rd, last week, of course, it's a startling statistic. I'm just going to read the first paragraph. A cool. new study finds that number of kids accidentally poisoned by over-the-counter sleep aid melatonin has soared by 530% over the past 10 years or decade. So, you know, alarming. Absolutely. Absolutely alarming. So I was like reading through it, reading through it. Mm-hmm. So then, then I get this little this little picture and it says, you know, how much the body produces and, you know, I had to verify it or whatnot, look it up. Cause you know, the internet's never lied to me before. Right. No, so no, I, no, no. Internet. I would not fact check it. But anyways, so of course everybody knows like milligrams, you know, what, what the sign is. It's that little MG, mm-hmm. but then you see this thing where it's like a little mu, which is a U looking shape and a G it's called, micrograms and i'm like okay so i read that an adult produces between 1 and 80 micrograms of melatonin to go to sleep 1 and 80 so let's say keeping the number simple nick because i'm mm-hmm. a numbers person I like simple let's say i make 3 micrograms of melatonin a day so when i take 3 milligrams you know simple conversion that's 3,000 micrograms or a thousand times what my body produces. Mm-hmm. So could you say you're overdosing on it? I'd say so. I would say it's pretty, pretty clear to see that you're taking way too much. So of course I was like, good God. Now I never take it, but you know, given it that I give to my kids and that my uh, lovely wife decides to heavily partake in it, might I suggest I'm not saying don't take it. I'm not saying do take it, but do some research on it, you know? Um, so you said you've never taken it. Is that correct? Or you have taken it? I haven't taken any melatonin. There's a family 
that I knew here in China that they're, they, they had, uh, it was, it was actually marketed to children, like for children as a sleeping aid, uh, that had some melatonin in it. How much? I don't know, but I ended up getting this thing from them. But I, again, I never used it. Um, I might even still have it somewhere around here. Do you want me to go grab it? Do you want me to go try and find it? No, no, you gotta go find it. I was just, okay. you know, it was more or less just seeing if you'd ever taken it. If so ever... I've never, yeah, I've never taken it. Um, but you know, and 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 haven't really done any research on it, save for now that since we're talking about it, just kind of like um, taking a look at what it is and what like side effects are, and you know that 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 kind of thing. Um, so, so one of the things, just to kind of let, let everybody know, and, that, and that, that's something that I didn't even know, is that apparently melatonin is actually a hormone made in the body. And it's supposed to help regulate uh, your nighttime, daytime cycles and help you be able to sleep better or, or, or sleeping and waking and stuff like that. Um, but with that, one of the interesting things that I had, uh, that I had heard is that you – like or, or – one of the things that melatonin gets marketed as is non-addictive, right? That that there's not an addiction to melatonin in a sense like there would be if you were taking some type of sleeping aid or like some kind of drug that would help you sleep. And so um, I think that, that was one of the things. It's really it's really interesting to think about like that that, that somebody would say, okay, this isn't this isn't addictive, but there, there may be other problems, other issues, other challenges that your body may have because you are taking more than what your body can produce. Right. Actually, actually if you look it up, like, like now it's saying like non addictive gummies. And it's like, what? like, like, like you said, I've always heard that it's not addictive, but now they're trying to say there's a, non-addictive type you can take well, so it's like so so there's really? a non-addictive melatonin now yeah yeah so uh is it affected so i don't remember i pulled it up and it says dosage and non-addictive gummies for melatonin mm. it's like what yeah so anyway sorry for interrupting what you were saying no. WebMD is what I'm looking at. Not that not, not WebMD can can give me like all the deets about. Uh, did I just say deets? I just said the word deets, didn't I? Yeah, that's, that's the stuff you spray yourself for bug yeah, killing. Yeah, yeah, bug yeah, repellent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's talking about how some some of the side effects, you know, can be like headache, dizziness, nausea, drowsiness. Obviously, don't drive. When you take melatonin and all that fun stuff, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of. There's, there's. Uh, if you, if you're on TikTok, like it was interesting. I just kind of like typed in the word melatonin. There, there was information that was just basically like, oh, don't take melatonin because it's a hormone, which makes sense. I'm down with that. Like that, I can understand that because, because to an extent. I, I would say if you're if you're trying to replace the hormones in your body or not replace them but trying to boost the hormones in your body that may not be beneficial to the long term health of your body. That being said, I I um 
I've heard of like human growth hormone. I know, uh, I think, I think, I don't know if it's illegal in the States. I know it's illegal in sports or you're not allowed to do it in sports, but I know that it could potentially again, be, be like a replacement, especially as you get older. And even, even some of the stuff that I've been reading is like, as you get older, like if you're in your, I assume like sixties and up, if you take melatonin because your body does, may not produce it as much, then it will help you sleep better as you get older. That being said, who knows what the long-term side effects are for children taking it at a young age or even young adults taking it at a young age or even people our age in their 30s and maybe early 40s taking it at that time. You know, there's no there's no telling. But what I wanted to ask you is I wanted to ask you, so since you're kind of like so close to it, um, so we'll go, why, why do you think your wife is taking it and why do you think your children need to take it? Who needs who needs to take it? Uh, my oldest son. And why does he need to take it? Because he has restless sex syndrome usually, and his legs are kind of hurting every single night on and off. Um, but also because he wakes up in the middle of the night and stays awake at four a.m. He'd be up at four a.m. watching TV shows, and but like, and I think that's the second part is, you know, you know the screen time that everybody's getting nowadays. You know, everybody's just watching TV, looking at their phone till five out, five minutes before they go to sleep. You know, I'm not saying I, I do any better, but normally I lay my stuff down and I can't sleep, so then I wake back up. Like it's not like I'm falling asleep because the TV's on. You know? Wait, um, what do you, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? You like you you set it down and then you get it back? Like I. No, no, I set it down to, to go to sleep. I don't fall asleep, like, watching TV or something like that, you know? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Whereas gotcha. most people will fall asleep with the TV on. Um, something else I'm reading is, like, I'm reading the Sleep Foundation study, and it was, like, for some reason it's saying, you know, like I told you, one, one milligram is equal to 1,000 micrograms, but right. for some reason it doesn't raise your blood that much you know kind of raises your levels from three to 60 times is what it says so it's not quite a hundred but it's pretty dang close you know and so you know honestly, what do you what do you mean you, it doesn't doesn't raise your blood like what are you talking about like like so you know i was saying i was saying you know if i get three micrograms i'm taking a thousand times what mm-hmm. i should be taking but it doesn't raise my blood a thousand times to that level, I guess, because it dissipates in your body. So, and that's where it is. It's in your bloodstream. So it's saying, oh. you know, 60 times the amount of what you actually need to produce. Okay. So, so in your blood, so if you take, if you take three micro, uh, three milligrams, which is 3000 micrograms, which is a thousand times more than what your body naturally produces. But if they take your blood sample, it could be anywhere from three to sixty times versus a thousand times your normal. Yeah, that's dose. what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. One in ten milligrams can raise melatonin concentrations to anywhere from three to sixty times typical levels. I wonder what uh, happens to that other that that good chunk of like, especially if you're taking ten milligrams and your body produces three micrograms. So you're, t- I, you're I taking ten thousand. I think the way it breaks down is is. The best way I saw it was, what did I read? It was saying, God, I was saying something too specific that I didn't want to go back and reread it. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was saying, like, oh, here it is right here. 
in normal young average adults, uh, <laughs> the average daytime peak nighttime values are 10 to 60 uh, picograms per milliliter or 40 to 260 pito moles per liter respectively. I'm like, oh my God, that's too much. That's, that is <laughs> definitely getting in there. That's, like, that's information is, that we would have to disseminate before we started throwing it out there. Oh my God, this guy's <laughs> over here doing math. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mean yeah, serum yeah. Low is high serum. Yeah, I don't even know. I'd have to look up what these letters mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Picogram so, per milliliter or something like that. I think it's what it is. P. P is pico. So that's like, that's a nine zeros back or nine decimal places back, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's, it's it's small amounts, trace amounts, and we're over here just killing ourselves on it. So, anyways, you know. So let's so let's s- let's get into let's get into why why you think there's well let, let's go into why do you think melatonin is such uh, an important thing? You kind of touched on it a little bit, like especially with with the screen addictions and stuff like that, and, and possibly staying. Well, I, th- I think I think it it goes back to that whole nuclear family, how we gotten away from it, and nobody really wants to, you know, put their kids to bed or, or take the necessary time it takes to put their kids to bed, so they leave TV on, and then they're like, here, take melatonin and go to sleep. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's almost like, you know, I'm kind of like a replacement like, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm done with you. Like at seven p.m. Take a melatonin and go to bed. Like, I am done with you whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I know it's bad, but it's like, you know, I'm sure that's exactly what it is. So, <clears throat> here's another here's another couple of facts I saw. Um, somebody and their colleagues in the last uh, 2012 to 2021, over a quarter of a million children have been poisoned by melatonin. So that's 260,000. Okay, 260,000. Okay. So, and it went from 8,300 in 2012 to 53,000 in 2021. So, wait, wait, wait. say it again. It went from, it went from what to what? 8,340 in 2012 and then okay. 2021 of 53,000. So, basically, and then it says the biggest sleep was from 2019 to 2020. So, basically, COVID hit everybody, started giving their kids melatonin. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's an increase. That's six times as many or, or an increase of 635%. So, so and then the other thing is, like, I, then I started looking at side effects, of course. So, crazy thing is, like, side effects in kids, drowsiness, dizziness, headache, increased bedwetting. I have that happen a couple of times with a couple of my kids. Okay. Irritability, low blood pressure. I mean, all my kids can be irritable, honestly. Um, and then, you know, those are like the top 10. For adults, stomach cramps, headaches, nausea, confusion, depression, anxiety, irritability. So it's like, damn, that sounds like every single one of my wife's mood swings. <laughs> so so one of the things that I think is, is interesting about this is that so so what so what what in your what in your house is the rule for like devices or the rule for like like when do you generally send your kids to bed and at what point in time do you cut off devices if ever uh and then like what time do you and your wife go to bed and then what time do you cut off devices for you two 
I mean, honestly, I never have a problem with more often than not when I cut off my device, I'm pretty much done and I go straight to sleep. Okay. You know, a lot, or a lot of times I'll be up watching a show and she'll be snoring over there. Okay. Same with the kids, you know, I'll let the kids. I don't think I ever shut it off on some, like when it's not school nights. When it's school nights, it's like I'll turn on like a classical music or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, something mm-hmm. that plays in the background. But even still, the screens, I try to get a black screen, but more often than not, sometimes it doesn't work. Or sometimes I play the wrong one, or sometimes it skips to a different one. So you use so you use your the devices like a, a phone or an iPad or something. No, no, I use music? a TV to play. Yeah, like play uh, like uh, you know, like like a like a Hertz. Um, yeah, 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 like a Hertz Hertz level to kind of yeah, balance. like a healing yeah body so, balancing. So one of the one of the things that's, that's interesting. So. So there's been an increase in melatonin, and part of the reason why, obviously, is is a more busy, b definitely more devices. It seems like, uh, or, or or more like um, more attention seeking things, uh, whatever those are, whether that's your computer or whether that's your your, your phone or whatever. Um, let me ask you this: I'm curious. Uh, do you do you go to sleep with your phone next to your bed? Well, of course, it's my alarm clock. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. But can so, I find it in the nighttime? No. Okay. You so is it? But is it next to you or is it further away from you? Uh, it's usually. Excuse me. It's usually about arm lengths away. Like it's okay. usually. Like I literally have to reach hard for it to find it or wake up and find it. Okay, I got you. For me, like one of the one of the things is like I always have my phone across the room. I've never not not never, but like like in the past two years, probably or, or a year and a half at least, I've always set my phone across the room. I have I, actually maybe it's been about two years. I've always set my phone across the room. I'll put my charger over there and I'll charge it and I'll do it across the room. That way, a I'm not tempted to look at it and be also like one of the other big things. One of the other big major things that I do is, is like generally at 1030 at night, I have my do not disturb immediately come on. Just, I've got it plugged in or, or logged in where it doesn't, that way that device doesn't, that way it doesn't wake me up. And that way also there, there's not anything pinging on it between like 1030 and 11. That way I can kind of get away from it. I don't actually have like a time frame that I that I put it somewhere or set it away. Um, my wife, on the other hand, she will generally be on the phone doing or like watching something or whatever, you know, just, just playing on her phone right up until the moment she goes to sleep. And I keep trying to tell her two things. Number one, that's not that's not good for her as far as like sleeping wise. But B, also, it's not good for her eyes, you know, because it's it's dark in the room except for her phone. And so she doesn't have it on, like, full brightness, but e- e- even at the dimmest point, it's still bright. Bright, yeah, it's still bright, yeah. Yeah. The other, the other aspect, too, one of the interesting things, so so I've, I've, I've been kind of, like, trying to see what, what people, like, some, just through years of just kind of uh, uh, reading random stuff about random things. I have come across some some articles that talked about sleeping that when you go to sleep you should 
try and get yourself into the darkest room possible. Like you want your room to remain dark because again, this idea of like your, your natural hormones and even melatonin in that case, your melatonin can, can, can increase and give you that ability to sleep. If a, you're not being, your eyes aren't being confused by like looking at your device because your eyes are thinking that it's daylight out because of your device or that it's bright because of your device. It's your, your body's like, Oh, it's nighttime. This is time to go to sleep. But then also on top of that, uh, your, your, you're supposed to be in the darkest room again. That way, even, even your, your body can realize as a whole that it's time to rest. They, they had done there. There had been some study where like basically something, they, they were testing some guy who was sleeping and they literally had him in a dark room, and then they only, they only lit a light or, 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 or put a light on his leg, like like one point on his leg, and it affected how he slept. And I was like, how in tune does your body have to be for all your cells to like kind of like register light? And so his cells registered the light, so he didn't actually sleep as well as he could have. They were like doing some kind of like brain scans and stuff like that to kind of see how well he was sleeping. And so this idea of staying up or using devices to get your kids or yourself to go to sleep is a terrible thing. Now, I personally, I'll read my Kindle at night. Uh, if I'm still a little awake, I'll just, but I don't want to be anywhere near my phone because I know that I can go off on a, on a rabbit hole and, and just continue kind of watching videos and stuff like that. And again, it is, it is like, I, I would say we're in that in that generation where we didn't grow up with phones, but also we've got experience with them. And so we're, we're kind of in that balance where we kind of can balance how much usage we use of the phone. But, you know, also it can be an addicting thing for us. And so, yeah, like, like one of those, I would say one of the biggest things is, is like maybe making it a point for people, for anybody, whoever's out there, making it a point to give yourself 15 to 30 minutes before bedtime to just get away from the phone. Get your phone on mute or get your phone on do not disturb. Set it aside. Go read something. Go listen to some music. If you're going to listen to stuff, obviously don't use a device to listen to it. Use, I mean, you're going to use a device, but like use a device that doesn't need to be on and also get yourself in one of the darkest rooms. You don't necessarily have to not take it. Okay. I mean, there's small enough dosages that it's not going to kill you to try it. But also, you know, I was looking up WebMD. There's actually like six different food groups that gives you that you can eat that'll help boost your melatonin as well, like right before bed or whatever. So it's like, uh, I've never heard tart cherries or tart cherry juice is one. Uh, goji berries, if I said mm. that right, from China. Um, that'd be good for you. Eggs, natural melatonin, high nutritious. Warm milk, traditionally remedy for insomnia because it has high melatonin, just milk in general. Fish. And most nuts, but especially pistachios and almonds. So maybe that's part of my my biggest thing is like normally I'll be snacking on pistachio and almonds right before bed, and 
So I'm ready to be knocked out anyways, I guess. You know, it's actually funny stories because I, I mean, you're always getting on to me about trying to eat pistachios when we're trying to record, you know? <laughs> it's only because it's incredibly loud for the audio. Yes, I don't care man. that you eat them. Nobody I don't said. have a problem that you eat them. Just but, like, mute myself. Just mute go myself. Get, go get, like, uh, go get, like, de-shelled pistachios if you want to eat them. <laughs> that takes all the then then out they'll be gone in like a day you know that's at true, least if they're shelled I got work hard for it yeah, and I'm getting yeah, yeah. I'm getting tired and I'm getting melatonin <laughs> but yeah you know honestly hopefully this is in, in what's the word not insightful yeah insightful enough for y'all to uh, informational look into it. yeah informational insightful insightful is probably better yeah 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 you know, definitely definitely. We'll we'll put the link in the in, in in the description, and definitely like do do some research and, and and also just be thinking about. I mean, I know like even now there there are like these gurus that are like sleep gurus. We have them here in Shanghai. They're like sleep gurus, we're gonna teach you how to sleep better. I'm like, how bad does it have to be where you need somebody to teach you how to sleep? Oh, and so, bad. I mean, it's I mean apparently it's really bad. And I'm like I'm like I'm not paying somebody to teach me how to sleep. I, I'm like, I'll, I'll go and I'll do the research and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm I, like, one of the biggest things is you're like, like, and it even says this, like darkness triggers your body to make more melatonin. So if you want your body to get tired, get away from the devices. That's going to be probably the hugest step you could do. Take 30 minutes, set your device aside, choose the time to go to sleep, 1030, 11 o'clock. If it's 11, get off the device at 10.30. 10.45 would be fine. You know, do it 15 to 30 minutes and give your body some time. And, and don't be in super bright lights. like, like or, or for those of us that like to get bed a little earlier, 8 o'clock, shut it down, you know? Well, and especially if you got kids too, like that's that's going to be a huge thing. Like if you want, but also that that's another, that's another thing to get back to is Make sure that you are spending the time with your kids. Like, don't – I know devices are interesting. I know that YouTube's fascinating. And I know that, like, TikTok is great. But if you're, like – if you're just putting your kids to bed and, – and and I don't want to necessarily – you know what? No, screw it. I'm going to tell you that this is probably a better way to be a good parent. You're a pretty crappy parent if you're just throwing your kid a device and melatonin and hoping that they go to bed and leave you the F alone. That's that's a terrible way to raise a child. Like you gotta I, you, get in there. You know what? You know what's funny? It's like he's he's talking about me too, because you know I've made that that same mistake. You know, it's always there's times you come home, you just like today. I'm not even gonna lie. Even though I'm doing a, a podcast now, today I came home and I just I was ready to lay down at six o'clock. You know, I mean, I mean I'm not there's saying, nothing just, wrong with being tired, but like if you're gonna lay down, go lay down with the kids. Just just there, go grab the kids and like. Go lay down with them. Go cut. I'm not necessarily saying like, don't, don't go to sleep or don't let them go to sleep. What I'm saying is, is like, grab them. Go, t- go, go take a nap. Go get them to go to bed. But it's like, it, it's if if you're consistently or like every day or many times a week, giving them melatonin, giving them a device, and saying go away. If you're giving them a device in order to have the device parent them, like that's another huge thing. And I know, I know, I right now. I'm not talking as a parent. I don't have any children. I just know it is going to be difficult for me to do that. But I'm going to do my dangest to make sure 
that I set my device. I'm going to treat my device as just, just a work thing. Like, okay, I'm working here. I'm going to use my device. And then when I'm home or when my children are home, I'm going to set that thing aside. And I'm going to go focus on them. I'm going to go try and be with them. And so like, and, and yes, I, can't I am. wait till you have kids. I'm excited to have kids. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I, I know, I know it. I think one of the one of the biggest challenges that we've got today is that this device has made it so easy for us to give up real parenting. Like, because I can guarantee you, if our parents, I mean, I, like, we, our parents were always home. Like, we never really, and, and, and they didn't have devices. Now they have devices. Our parents Dude, went to if we go home, though. if we go home now. Our parents are on their devices the whole time, but we're grown adults. Like we don't need them necessarily to be giving us their undivided attention. But now it's so stinking hard, like to to not do that. It's so challenging. I think we've lost that. Bring back that high horse, unless it's rear in the high horse. You know, you kind of got. I am not on no high horse. I'm no. That's not no 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 no. no. I'm not on a high horse. Pull them reins back. Just step off the horse for a few minutes. Let's wrap it up. I'm I'm gonna drop drop some knowledge on them. We we can talk about how you're not gonna parent your kids and how you are gonna parent them the next or, or next podcast we decided to have no i'm just telling you like there I i'm telling of, you i can't listen, wait when we have a thousand hundred million followers and they're gonna be like hey so why are you on your phone right now <laughs> i mean that's fine call me out that's fine uh, let it be known right here right now if i am playing on my phone when my children are here and not giving them undivided attention then call me out Oh, I will. I, I know you will. I know you will. I will call you out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. If you are listening on your favorite podcasting app, please make sure that you subscribe. Leave us a review. Again, a good review. Don't leave us a bad review. If you have a bad review, just leave it in your mind. If you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> click subscribe. Click the bell. That way you can be notified when we put it out there. Give us a big old like if you think that we're scared. No. Give us a big old like. Uh, if you like what we talk about, or if you don't like it, don't, don't hit the dislike. Just as, you know, that's all I'm saying. Leave us a comment in the sections below or in the comment section below. Let us know what you're doing to have better sleep or what you're doing to get your children to go to sleep quicker or faster. And if this melatonin information is kind of startles you, um, there'll be some videos up here or up here somewhere. Um, I'm Nick. I'm Andrew. And as always, you have an open invitation to our conversations. Bye-bye.